another week, another talking dirty. Ow. We have special guest Charlie on the mic, third mic today. Say something for the. Yeah, he's he's not. Does he know speak? No. Damn, it's unfortunate. You're gonna have to take a word for it. People won't believe there's there's a dog on this mic now. I know. And if he's chewing his butt, maybe you recognize it. This week for you in the NFL, we got running back contract disputes over the NBA. We have whatever Ryan got because I forgot to ask him earlier. Yeah. And then top fives week, what, five we're on? Top five week five, I think. Week six. Week six. We have top five fictional bars from movies and TV. He did move, yeah. Yeah, there's there's fact evidence there. Uh, And then pop culture. We have the new episode of Secret Invasion wrapping it all up with your jams of the week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? Yeah, Kent's Brothers Painting, 412-784-1577. Give them a call today if you need a paint job. Once again, 412-784-1577. With that being said, let's get into it. Yes. All right, Ryan. Before we get into it, how how's it going? Um, um, great. We got Charlie here. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie, Charlie on the third mic. He, he's going to speak at some point, and we're we're going to be clarified on all this. So, yeah, no one's going to believe us. <laughs> no one's going to believe. They're going to be like talking dirty, losing their minds over there. I know. <laughs> We also have Chelsea in the studio, but she can't talk. <laughs> it's not looking good for us. We have no definitive evidence there's anybody else here. <laughs> if, if people just listened to this and not, didn't know who I was, they would not know I was engaged with and we have a dog. Because they don't hear him. Oh, jeez. Um, but yeah, besides that, I'm pretty good. How about you? Um, Doing good. Living life as a scumbag. The unemployed sick, life. Though. Yeah, it's sick because you have a job. I did get I did get a verbal offer, so I should be okay. But it's so, just like so. In the meantime, you're just like being a full scumbag. Yeah, you're just getting yeah. paid to chill. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, it's funny because like I'll play like video games with Sid sometimes, our good friend Connecticut, and uh, I'll like forget. I'll be like, oh yeah, don't you have like work right now? And he'll be like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Like I, we're not doing anything because he works from <laughs> home. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll do like a Pokemon raid or something on the Switch. That's awesome. <laughs> I was, uh, well, our, our friend Seppi, who's yeah. been on one time before, a long, long time ago. Yeah, he's, we like, get him back on. He's like one of our first guests, and he has never came back since. He hates us. It's been like 200 episodes since he's been on. Yeah. Um, but he he was just saying how like his job recently, like I think they're trying to get rid of his department, but they haven't strip said it yet. Uh, so like it's just him and two other guys, yeah. And like none of them have anything to do. He said, "Dude, I took a nap today on my <laughs> job, but I didn't miss anything." Dude, that was like me before like the ending days of my company. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully, no one listening is like Joey's boss. <laughs> oh, it just comes full circle. Yeah, it's like, that's why he never listens. comes on. <laughs> well, if he is listening, Joey's a great worker, and we even say his last name yet, so. True, We're true. Good. We didn't. We never said Giuseppe Lazaro. We just said Giuseppe Gianluca Nicola Lazaro. Yeah, we just said Joey and Seppi. Yeah. Oh, bro. All right. Well, um, 
Yeah, it's, I, I bet it's awesome. Oh, I have a fun fact before we start. All right, lay it on me. Um, I, I heard this from a, a <clears throat> podcast where one of the hosts came back from Africa. Started talking about Africa. Okay. And apparently one of the tour guides said that sometimes female lions, yeah, even while pregnant, mm-hmm. um, so I'll rewind a little bit. Whenever a lion comes in from into someone else's like pack pride, yeah, if you will, um, other lions will go and start just killing fucking like babies and other adults to basically say, "I'm the alpha. This is my pack now." Oh, um, but they won't if one of their kids is a part of the pack. If they're like they have a baby a part of the pack, mm-hmm. so some so what the female lions will do is defense even while pregnant, just let the new lion just fuck. In mm. that way, it's like, oh, you can't kill us now. You're part of gotcha. the family. Yeah, that's kind of a fun fact. That's so, cool. So these lions, these flying nests out in Africa, are just being whores. <laughs> Do you think lions maybe during Pride Month are like thinking it's about them, but it's not? They're like, oh, cool, Pride Month. And they just walk around with assless chaps <laughs> <laughs> in the savannah. <laughs> All right, NFL. Sure. All right. I don't have no other fun facts besides uh, assless chaps lines. Yeah, All lines right. just like getting banged. <laughs> well, over in the NFL, a uh, couple of things. Even though it's off season blues, but we got some alternate uniforms unveiling for the new season. Yeah. Uh, one of the recent ones, the Colts showed us a first. Sick. Yeah, it's their uh, Indian app. It's their Indiana Knights alternate uniforms, and it's just a. Picture a Colts helmet, but black with the Colts mm-hmm. logo. Then all blue jerseys. I didn't see the pants. Are the pants blue, too? They're all blue, but there's like a certain pattern to them. It looks like... Uh, okay. That's cool. Let me zoom in a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I fuck with that. Let me zoom in for you. Cause the like, black and blue. Yeah, the jerseys have like a... Like a stripe going down the legs. No, like the material looks like a little spotted, a little speckled in the whole... Oh, uh, okay, zoom yeah. In, you can zoom a little further. That's tough. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, it's like it's like cool. I don't want to describe mm-hmm. it outside of it. it. Kind of looks like a pair of gym shorts they used to have. Yeah, I, lo- I like the Colts' new looks. It's too bad the Colts are probably going to stink. Yeah, but if Anthony Richardson's good, he'll look extra good in those uniforms. True, true. He'll, he'll look true. like good Michael Vick. Yeah. Uh, then another good jersey. Seattle unveiled their throwbacks. Oh, those are so cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the retro blue and green. So like more of the true blue instead of the navy blue they've been rocking with. And the uh, like sea foamish green, yeah, it's um, way better than their actual. Yeah, way better than the current colors. They might as well just change it at this point because it looks ten times better. Um, they showed like some of the players wearing the new uniforms. It looked great. Yeah, I mean that was like their uh, colors and stuff until literally. Yeah, like when, when they, they had them like, in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Forty, they still had that. No, they had the current look. No, they did not have the current current look. They had. I thought they did. No, I remember Alexander. Sean Alexander wearing the old like tealish. He he was wearing that at one point, but in the Super Bowl against us, they had the old look or the current look. I mean, I swear, I'm looking it up right now. Is Charlie our our Jamie? Yeah, looking up stuff for us. Super Bowl. Ah, He's just looking up bones. Forty. <laughs> He's just googling like they're not the exact colors, but yeah, look. I that's that's not like what they have. Before it's not what they've had before, but it's not what they have now by any means. Yeah, it's more of like a, it's more of the old than it is the new. Yeah, but like this is like an even older version. Of the yeah, world. it's even older version. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I they definitely didn't have the current, so mm-hmm. we're both wrong. We're both chalk up is both wrong, but but uh, but Sean Alexander right. definitely wore those colors before like the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. 
Um, I think, yeah, and that, that's like, you know what would be a sick jersey of that old what? school? Franco Harris. Wow. Remember that one season he wasn't a Steeler, he went to the Seattle? Yeah. A, yeah. a Seattle Seahawks Franco Harris jersey would be kind of dope. cool. If, if we're still in college, I'd buy one for day drinking. Yeah, but it kind of be one of those things is like you have to kind of just get a Steeler jersey at that point. I'm You're just going to piss off a lot of old heads, I feel. Yeah, but like, that'd be sick. It would be it would be a cool jersey, but it's like it's one of those things. Like if you're in Pittsburgh, then it's like ah, that's true. If you lived in Seattle, it'd be hard. Yeah, it would be dope. But uh, then the next one, Minnesota has their uh, new jerseys. They're rocking for the alternates. Uh, it's more of a deep purple, like a darker purple. It's like more of an homage to their purple purple eater, the purple people eater years, when they had that like immaculate defense. Okay, I like it. I like it too. I like it too. Um, yeah, it's just old school jerseys. I like it. Yeah, because it's, it's a nice twist. Because like it's not that bright, vibrant purple they currently rock with, mm-hmm. but it's just a nice, like deeper shade. That's the current. Yeah, those are current. But uh, I, I fuck with them back too. I, I fuck with a lot of these uh, unveilings Ooh, of I the alternates. Yeah, that's that was their throwbacks. The color rush. Yeah, I mean, I saw, I knew that was, but I never knew like this. The, the armband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then the last one, the Browns unveiled their alternate white helmets they're going to be wearing in their games this year. Uh, so it's going to be like an all white jersey, including the helmets, which is weird for the Browns because usually they always had the orange helmets with those. Um, not a fan personally. Uh, but you had a funny, you had a funny thing. How dude wipes. Yes, apparently. So I, hold on. Mm -hmm. Uh, so my boss is sexy. Not my boss. (laughs) One. A, bo- a manager. A, bo- a, a manager, manager I'm doing something for. It. Gotcha. So, yeah, boss. you were saying that Dude Wipes like, uh, is sponsoring the change, the color change? Um. So, I heard, I saw on Twitter, like, the jokes write themselves, all the stuff. Apparently, like, the whole reveal of the new uniform, since it's white instead mm-hmm. of brown, was that Dude Wipes helped reveal the whole <laughs> it wasn't their sponsor uniform it's like yeah. the whiteout series brought to you by dude wipes that's weird yeah how dude wipes helped cleveland browns reveal new lids <laughs> and like uh, apparently they're like a sponsor for it browns are so bad yeah be careful with those and if, if browns tweeted out a video tag dude wipes and they must be a sponsor on like the <laughs> yeah it's literally them Washing the helmets with dude wipes and it's going white. Uh, that's weird. I don't like that. See, I don't know. The, the marketing teams try to be so clever for the NFL, and they mm-hmm. usually fumble the bag. Yeah. What are you doing? Those dude wipes? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So That's over the top. So I saw one Cleveland fan getting all mad, <laughs> saying, like, this um, is a mockery. It's like you you realize that by sponsoring dude wipes, by being like working with dude wipes, you're just leading into the fact that our uniforms are literal <laughs> shit, and then and, like, and you're cleaning it up with dude wipes. And the funny thing is, they're still going to be a bad team. They're still going to be a bad team, and it's crazy because everything I see, early season pre rankings, all this stuff, people still have them high. People are not, like they, not sleeping on the Steelers though. They aren't. But every list I'm also seeing like power rankings, mm-hmm. we're always below the Browns and. People are saying that we're going to be last in the, the division and shipping. Yeah. I'll see half the other people saying, dude, we're sneaky, like, good. So I see a lot of people that are saying we're going to be, like, decently good are also saying the Browns, like, there's not going to be anything there. 
which I, I agree with. I, I, think, I, I yeah. I think Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback, but I think he's been out of the league for what a year and a half, and he just started playing last year a little bit and didn't look too great. Mm-hmm. And coming in this year, I mean, he'll have the OTAs and things, but I just don't think the team's around him is good enough to support he, him. He's going to be better this year than he was last year. Mm-hmm. He has Amari Cooper, who was great last year. Yeah. He has Nick Chubb, one of the best running backs in the league. Over under 3,500 yards passing. What's average? I don't know what average is. I was assuming 3,500 was average. Uh, he'd probably have right around it. Yeah. I don't want to say like under because that's like. Definitely under 4,000. Definitely under 4,000. 4,000 is tough, I think, to get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Oh, but the reason I think they're going to stink is their defense. They have Miles Garrett, and that's it. Yeah, they lost a lot. Denzel of Ward is very, very overrated, <clears throat> in my opinion. That's their second best defender. Yeah. Um. But anyways, moving on with uh, Madden coming out next month. We're getting a lot of the announcements for the ninety-nine club, the players that are ninety-nine overall in the game. They revealed a few. I think they revealed four so far. Uh, there might have been one since I took these notes down, but the most recent one I saw was Travis Kelsey. He's going to be, I think it's his third or fourth year, going to be a 99 overall. So good for him. Good for him. As expected. Then uh, Justin Jefferson, first time in the 99 overall club. Awesome. Representing the wide receiver class. And then uh, Aaron Donald returning to the 99 club again, of course. And yeah, of course, but I also think he's kind of, he's on his way down. He should be. Yeah, it's going to start getting debatable, but it's kind of one of those things that, like, the team's bad, but he's good still, so he's going to still get the recognition. Yeah. Uh, but newcomer to the 99 club, uh, lineman Zach Martin of the Cowboys. Is he holding out? He is also holding so out. I don't mean to jump ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's kind of funny. Here's yeah. the 99 because what, you're, not, you're not playing. Yeah, he's also going to be holding out because he didn't get a contract by the franchise tag deadline. Um, but yeah, so those are your 99 clubs so far. I think they're going to be releasing some cornerbacks today, which I would presume – I don't think Sauce Gardner is going to be there. Obviously, I no, think he's going to be ninety something. He'll, I think he'll be not low nineties. I think giving it to Jalen Ramsey would be absurd, but they probably will do it. Jahir Alexander will get it. Jahir Alexander, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I think he will. I mean, I really don't want it to be Jalen Ramsey, but it might be. Best corners in the league right now. Jalen Ramsey will probably get ninety. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he didn't have like that awful of a year to yeah. the point where you take it away from him. Yeah, exactly. Best CB in the league. It's probably Jalen Ramsey, Sauce Gardner, Jair Alexander. Tredavious White. Pro football focus on May 31st. Number one, Sauce Gardner. Number two, Jalen Ramsey. Number three, Darius Slay. Four, Patrick Sutan. Number Ooh, five, mate. Jair Alexander. Darius Slay would be an, a spicy one to throw in there. Let's see if there's more current one. This one's from June 26. Mm-hmm. Uh, CBS Sports. No, oh, I hate when they do for certain time. This one says Sauce Gardner too. Yeah, but they won't put him Patrick there yet. Patrick Chetan, maybe. If he has a good enough year that he had last year and better, then he will be in it next year. Mm-hmm. This has the same thing. Darius Slay, mm-hmm. Jahir Alexander. I, I mean, I think they're going to give 99 to Jalen Ramsey. Though, yeah. The They're, two ranked above them in both lists are Patrick Sertan, who's on his, what, third year, mm-hmm. second year, and then uh, Sauce Gardner. So, yeah, third year for Patrick Sertan. Um, other contracts piece, though, speaking of Zach Martin, uh, Giants running back Saquon Barkley will likely be sitting out games if his contract is not addressed prior to week one. Uh, it's been past the deadline of the franchise tag, so it's either contract or sitting out at this point. 
Um, so he was on a podcast and he was pretty much open to the idea of sitting out games and he thought it was like kind of surreal that he's even considering that, but he's definitely going to do it, it looks like. So a lot of debate's been circulating on the internet with uh, running backs and should they be paid, should they not be paid, because pretty much running backs come into the league on the rookie deals, they always make a name for themselves, they go above and beyond, but they get ran into the ground and they get hurt or they lose that steam that they've been running off the last few seasons and their second contracts never really pan out. So that's kind of like from the owner's perspective, from the player's perspective is, you know, they're great players, talented players at their position, and they definitely deserve that money in that regard. So it's just a big debate going on. Uh, other notable running backs in this list that did not get a deal done include Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, who also might be sitting out, Tony Pollard, and Jonathan Taylor. Um, they, those three are the only two sitting out as right now. Josh Jacobs and yeah, mm-hmm. I think in that list, the only one I really feel for is Tony Pollard mm-hmm. because his rookie deal is not that much because he was drafted lower and he's been doing amazing things for the Cowboys run game. He's mm-hmm. like the best backup in the league and yeah. now he's getting the chance to start. I think he really deserves a contract, um, but he might not get one. Yeah, I mean. I don't know where I stand on this issue, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious to see what you think because, my opinion, you're, you're saying you kind of you don't really you get run down in your first contract. By the time your second one kicks in, yeah, you're kind of like all beat up and shit. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like I and, I and so you don't want to pay. I mean, look at in the history like Todd Gurley, yeah, got a huge deal that did nothing with it. Ever yeah, since. I mean, him, Melvin Gordon, um, Le'Veon Bell, Zeke. Yeah, so like it, so it's a track record for so from the owner's GM perspective, look, there's a track record of it not working out ever. Mm-hmm. But from the player's perspective, <clears> like you're saying, you run down, so kind of deserve some money for like their skills and shit. Yeah, I don't know. I think the, really the only solution to be is make running backs rookie contracts shorter so their second comes earlier in their career. That would be fair. I think there is something that needs to be addressed. I don't blame the owners surprisingly for this, just because. I do agree. It's a position that, number one, we're in a passing league, so you don't really run the ball much. Mm-hmm. Number two, every team is running with a committee. So even even if you have, like, a guy like, I don't know, I don't even know, Jonathan Taylor, Josh Jacobs, all those people I mentioned, you're going to have, like, a guy, maybe two behind him that can also do somewhat well. And if your line's good enough, anybody can run the ball effectively in the NFL with that kind of skill level. I think at the end of the day um, – I think at the end of the day, the best thing to do is, like you were saying, like shorten the length of the rookie contracts for the running backs. I was also looking because I can't remember which running back was arguing it, but they were like saying how like they're Super Bowl contenders with the running back on their team. And I looked back at the previous Super Bowl winners. None of them really had a great running back. Top of your head. Uh, Chiefs, Chiefs never did. Never did. Rams didn't. Yeah. Uh, Eagles. When they went, they didn't really have anybody that great. They're all about the defense. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything special. Um, the Patriots, with all their Super Bowls, they never really had a running back. Like, it goes on a while. Denver, when they went and they won, they didn't have a good running game. It's true. Seattle it's all did. Seattle did. Seattle did. Seattle did. They didn't win, though. But they did against the Broncos like two years before with the same running back. Yeah, but it was – it is that was probably the only outlier in the whole list. Stellers, Jerome Bettis, but that's going 06, back. That's 06. going back to 06. Yeah, 
<laughs> and, that, and that was the bus's last ride, so it was more Willie Parker than anything. Yeah, exactly. He was still a good running back mm-hmm. at that time, too. But. Yeah. But, like, when we went back in, what, 2009, we didn't really have an amazing running back. That's still Willie Parker. Was it? Yeah. I thought and that then, was... The next one was the show, uh, Mendenhall. Mendenhall, yeah. That was... That, he wasn't great. But the Packers that year, they didn't have a good running back. Didn't they have... Lacey? Eddie Lacy, yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, at the time, Eddie Lacy in his prime was like good, pro bowl, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, but I mean, I you, you got to go back like point I even think about. You got to go back like eight years before you see a Super Bowl winner with like a good running back. So I don't know. Honestly, it's re- the last one is probably what you what we're saying. The Mark Seahawks, Lynch with yeah, Bron- against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not a nest. It wasn't against the Broncos. It was against the Pat- Patriots. But I'm saying the one before. We were talking about winners. Yeah, yeah, wait. Oh, yeah, they did beat the Broncos. They beat the Broncos. Right. My, bad, my bad, my bad, my like, bad. Yeah. <laughs> but that was also, like, you could argue that that was more about the Legion of Boom. And, well, the MVP was a Defender, linebacker. yeah. That one linebacker, Smith or whatever. Yeah, yeah Malcolm Smith, Mike yeah. Smith or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just think, you know, if you're an owner, you look, you're, if you're a GM owner whatever, you look at the formula for the running backs, and it's just, it doesn't make sense to pay him that money. It really doesn't. And it sucks for the fan base. It sucks for the player. So something needs to be worked out in that regard, but I don't disagree with what the owners are doing here. Um, I see. I, I don't. I don't disagree with the owners in general. I disagree in the Giants' sense because you use a second overall pick on this guy, and you're not planning on signing him to the next contract to keep him. That's a and waste of a second round pick. Who's your offense outside of Saquon? Zero. Zero offense. Zero. Zero offense. offense. Josh Jacobs. Okay, he had one good year. It's tough to sell that at that point. Mm-hmm. Tony Pollard, I think he deserves a contract. And then who was the other one? Um, Jonathan Taylor. Eh, he did have a fall off a year a little bit, but. You can't, yeah. I don't know. I agree. It's tough. It's tough. It's very tough because you don't want to be pro owners. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you can relate. You can kind of see where they're coming from. If I was in their shoes, I'd probably be doing the same shit. Yeah, if I was in the same, their same shoes, I'd trade them the last year of the contract. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Something else. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else for the uh, – Running backs. Um, one last thing too is I I heard don't want to steal like takes or ideas. Part of my take was talking about this though, mm-hmm. and they were saying uh, I think PFT recommended that really one of those he could see is take away the franchise tag for running backs. Mm. Because when the running back situation, when the franchise tag situation's not in the play, yeah, then it's all right. Either let him walk or give him a real contract. Yeah, that's true. Because franchise tagging is really where all this issues really start because then you franchise tag for a year and then you're like i don't know about the contracts you try to franchise tag again yeah so he, he was saying either make don't make franchise tags for only make franchise tags only for like quarterbacks yeah exactly um i think i think too another way to do it like you could probably build the contract to make it successful mm-hmm. like maybe just give them a shit ton of money up front at the first year Maybe first two years. Yeah, maybe the front. And then have the drop-off be immense after that. Yeah. The only issue is whenever the years are still good and you're paying a lot of money, then that's more capital. Yeah, so maybe it's a $100 million deal. Make it all incentives. Maybe make it all incentives after that, like, second year mm-hmm. and go from there. Like, yeah, we'll give you the big contract, but a lot of it's going to be incentives. And if you do fall off, then we don't. Mm-hmm. Or put, like, a clause in there that you can get waived. or They'll pro- The agents will catch that, though. Yeah. They'll probably have to make it more along the lines of like, okay, it's a $100 million deal. You get 70 the first year or maybe 50 the first year, 30 the next year, and then the rest of it's like incentives based off how you play. I think that's the way to do it, but I'm not a GM, so I don't have to worry about that shit. Uh, 
They're gonna want it guaranteed, but you you shouldn't make it guaranteed. Like yeah. like Lev's like Lev's whole contract was not like fully guaranteed by the Jets or something crazy like that. Like yeah, it was a wild one. Yeah, where he barely played for them, but they still got all that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was something crazy. I don't know if you have this on your nose, but did you see Lev recently? Oh, he's like regretting yeah, he, leaving. He, 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 yeah, we talked about that before. I know, but I, I just saw another. It, it circulated again. Oh, same one. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a new. Yeah, video. He, I like, thought, he like regretted it. I thought that was a new video, and I was gonna say, dude, he's so goddamn thirsty right now. Because <laughs> I remember we were talking about that like a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I thought he just did it again, and he's just constantly on IG live. Like, man, I miss. Yeah, fuck him. I miss the Steelers. He, he, he screwed up. Yeah. Um, I have one more thing for running backs though. Uh, free agent running back Leonard Fournette's meeting with the Patriots this week. Would be a good fit. Would be a good fit. Would be a good fit for him. But that division's tough now. <laughs> AFC East is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he should he just won Bills. He need a running back still. Uh, yeah, for sure. He's 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 formidable. Um, next up, Steelers and Alex Highsmith agree to terms on a four-year, fifty-eight million or sorry, sixty-eight million dollar extension. Personally, hope it pays off. But I like the deal. I like the deal, too. I heard people talking shit on it. I think it's great. I think it's a good not move just to extend them. Yeah, not talking shit, just saying that's a lot of money for mm-hmm. him. But he was amazing last year. He proved himself, and this way it locks him up if he does well. And there's probably something in there that we could trade him. Mm-hmm. It's not an insane contract to trade, I feel, after this year. Yeah. So I, th- I think it's a good move. I think so, too. And then Dak Prescott was in a recent interview, and he was asked about his interception struggles the past couple of seasons. He went out and assured his fans that he will not repeat that this year. Double-digit interceptions. Do you think Dak Prescott is going to do that again? What did he have last year, 10? I think he had more. He didn't play all the games. He definitely had double-digit. Yeah, he had a span where he had the most interceptions in the league. And he played like less games. Yeah, him and, him and Josh Allen had the most. But... Let's it was look. funny because Stephen A. tweeted, like, a picture of himself, like, like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing, just because he's beefing with the Cowboys all the time. Um, he had 15 interceptions last year? Yeah, dude. Like, he's he started doing it again. 12 games. And, like, the thing is, okay, you're getting rid of Zeke. You got rid of Zeke, and you have Tony Pollard. Who you're not paying. Who you're not paying, who may very well hold out, forcing you to throw the ball. He's definitely throwing 10 interceptions. Oh, dude. I, I, 100%. If that's on fan, I'd love the better. What's what's their schedule? I'll pull it up. What's the Cowboys schedule? You pulling it up? I'll pull up the Cowboys schedule. You pull up FanDuel. Okay. I don't think you can bet on stuff like that. Okay, so the Cowboys for regular season, they play the Giants, decent defense. Then they play the Jets. Three interceptions. At least two. Then the Cardinals, soft defense. Then the Patriots. Not a great defense, but they're crafty as hell. So I could see him getting one or two. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals, too. You still have Buda Baker back there somewhere. Mm-hmm. He'll probably get one. Then the 49ers, one of the best defenses in the NFL. Then the Chargers, one of the best rosters defensively in the entire NFL, if they are healthy. Then the Rams. Then the Eagles. Then the Giants again. Then soft weeks with the Panthers and the Commanders. Then the Seahawks, Eagles again, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, and Commanders. So kind of a softer end of the season. But that middle of the road where they go 49ers, Chargers, Rams, Eagles, that might be close to 10 there. Absolutely. I mean, that's a tough stretch, dude. I'd easily take 10 interceptions plus. 
for Dak Prescott this year. Dude, most interceptions thrown. Dak Prescott's plus 1,000. Really? That's not bad. That's Baker, not bad. Justin Fields, Matt Stafford, and Josh Allen all above. That's fair. Josh Allen, Baker, and who? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. I don't like Justin Fields. I mean, I don't like that bet for him, against him. I think I think Allen's a good bet. I think Dak's a very good bet. And Baker's a, be- a good bet, too. But he might not play the whole season. Like, he's a guy that if he's throwing enough interceptions, you can bench his ass. Get him to put in Kyle Trask. Yeah, like, you're not going to bench Dak. No. So, like, Dak's going to be in it. I don't hate the whole plus 1,000. That's a good one. Well, well, that's, that's, good our, one. well that's our pick and That's bet. our pick and bet. We're just rooting for Dak interceptions. Uh, we'll That'd be, be fun to We'll do. be toxic as hell, too. That'd be fun <laughs> It would be to so do. toxic. Uh, I'd rather do, like, MVP for it, but maybe. I mm-hmm. don't know. Then a couple of uh, – another re-sign, Evan Egram and the Jaguars agreed to a three-year, $41.25 million deal. So okay. he's going to be remaining with the Jaguars. Then the Titans win the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes, signing him to a two-year, $26 million deal. Weird. Very weird, uh, considering he wanted to play for an elite quarterback. Um, but some fans are questioning if this is DeAndre's end, as the Titans are notorious for bringing in washed-up receivers that do not pan out. Just to name a few, Julio Jones was just there. He did not pan out, obviously. Randy Moss went there after his stint with the Patriots. Did not know that. Did not pan out at all. That's why you didn't know that. And also Andre Johnson didn't went there that. as well That's towards the end of his career. After fighting Cortland, uh, Cortland Finnegan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he also did not pan out in the Titans. It's just – it's a long list of Titans receivers that don't work out once they're like veterans at that point. That's funny about Andre Johnson because mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins also is Texans. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I really don't think this Hopkins move is going to work out. It could If Tannehill can play like that crazy elite Tannehill level they're, they're, that he's shown flashes of, they could win the division. It could get spicy. If, sorry for the yawn, but, yeah, no, if if he could – if Tannehill can play somewhat decent and you can get some production out of some other young guys they have, like Trey Lyles and – um, Traylon Burks. No, sorry, Traylon Burks. Trey Lyles is an old NBA player. Yeah. <laughs> um, or like I don't know. I mean, I, I you could I can see them being like decent. The Jaguars is still number one in that division. Yeah, they're number one. It's it's that division though. It's going to be whoever wins goes to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is making it to the playoffs. No one else is, and it's gonna. I think it's it's going to be one of those that come down to like. Late in the season, Jaguars, Titans, yeah. both fighting for it. Yeah, just because the AFC East, North, and uh, West are just powerhouse divisions. And you're going to have at least two teams from each of those. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's all I got for NFL. Um, oh, Commander sold officially. Commander sold officially. That dropped after I made the notes. Uh, they sold to Josh Harris and some other names, I think. Yeah, Josh Harris uh, owns the Sixers. Uh, okay. Or did well, that's not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> he had, yeah, I think he has trust team. the process. I'm buying an NFL team. <laughs> but yeah, the owners voted unanimous, unanimously on that, so that's just kind of funny. Yeah. So Dan Snyder is officially done for now. As we go on, guess who's back? Who's just flash yeah. like all the horrible things Dan Snyder did. The Sean Taylor <laughs> shit. Just playing graduation by vitamin C. Oh, NFL <laughs> finds Dan Snyder sixty million dollars after investigation. So add insult to injury. <laughs> hey, thanks for your team. Also, give us sixty million dollars. Yeah, out of that sale. <laughs> oh man, what a um, sick son of a bitch. Aaron Rodgers says he has high expectations for the Jets. 
as everybody else does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I hate media questions like that in the off season. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, Patrick Mahomes, what's your expectations of the Chiefs this year? Well, I think we're Super Bowl contenders. Oh, good talk. Justin Fields plans on breaking the passing record for the Bears this year too. Is that doable? I don't know. It is probably they have never had a good. Quarterback. I mean, Cutler was probably their best quarterback besides probably McMahon. TD. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, the you're punky right. QB. Yeah. So your Bears passing record. But I don't think he had a long career. Bears passing yards by season. Um, number one is Eric Kramer in '95. God, you got to go back to '95. Cutler, 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 yeah. Trubisky. That's wild. Rex Grossman. TD Rex. Wade. Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. Chicago boy. I haven't seen McMahon on here. Huh. Yeah, I don't think he had a Weird. long career with the Bears. Weird. Oh, yeah, he, he, play, he went to, like, the XFL and shit. I see him in 85. Um, the Punky QB. All right. All right. Well, let's take it over to NBA. NBA. All right. We'll get through this. Not too many. Not too many. Um, right off the bat, the Cavs and Nets are apparently going to be playing a regular season game in Paris next year during January. So, NBA overseas. Wait, where are they playing? Paris. Ah. They're having a Paris game. They don't have the Spurs going. (laughs) Sorry, I just just thought of the Kanye West and Jay-Z song. And I was like, it'd be funny if they just play that the The whole time. The Cavs in Paris (laughs) and they go on bananas. (laughs) Um, Charlie, is that going to come back? Um, Next, the Suns trade campaign to the Spurs, and then they sign Bull Bull. Um, I remember seeing a headline, who's going to win the Bull Bull sweepstakes? Because he's out the there. Bull, a, he he should have called it the Bull Bull Bull. The Bull Bull Bull. <laughs> but, yeah, the this bull, one's like, bull, who's going to win the Bull Bull sweepstakes? It's like the Lakers so, or this or that. So it was the Spurs? The Suns. Oh, the Suns. The Suns traded campaign to the Spurs mm. so they can make room for Bull Bull. Okay. So okay. you trade guard depth for center depth, which is honestly not that bad because, I mean, Bull Bull and Campaign are on the same level of skill where they're not crazy great, but they're good off the bench, like depth, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you have so many guards on that team, you kind of need room for the – you need more center depth. So that's a good move in my opinion, but it's not like an earth-shattering Bull Bull sweepstakes, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Another guy out there, role player that the Suns should consider going to get is uh, Rudy Gay, the th- uh, Thunder Wave Rudy Gay. Thunder Wave Rudy Gay, eh? Whatever. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Um, just because it's been a week since people talked about LeBron, he decided to announce that he's going to switch his jersey number back to twenty-three. I'm tired of this. <laughs> he went from twenty-three to six. To last year, whenever Bill Russell <clears throat> passed away, everyone <clears throat> said, "Oh yeah, we're not letting anyone do six anymore." Uh, except unless you have it already for LeBron, and he kept it for a whole year, and now he's going back to 23. Dude, I'm tired of this. Yeah. Because people weren't Just pick about a number, it. buddy. Just mm-hmm. pick a number and stick with it. Like, I can see when you're on the Cavs, you're 23. Yeah. Go to the Heat. Yeah. Heat have 23 retired for Jordan for some reason. So you have to get, you have to pick another number. You go six. Cool. That's your U.S. Olympic number. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Then you go back to Cleveland, you go 23 again. Go to the Lakers, 23 again. Why'd you have to switch to six in the, in the middle of it? Yeah. Like, the reasoning was because he wanted to give 23 to Anthony Davis as a peace offering for being new teammates. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Davis basically came out and said, I want to stay as three, so you can keep 23. 
No, I already set my mind up. No, nah, I already, you know, talked to, to the marketing team, and they're already doing it. Now, now what it really is is he's have, he has a downish year, and he changes his number to like revitalize himself and his own yeah. mentality. Yeah, guess who's back? Yeah, like guess who's back? Twenty three. Talk about LeBron all day. Yeah. Sports Center headlines for the next three hours. LeBron changing his number. Does this affect his legacy? <laughs> How's that affect his legacy? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm getting tired of it too. Um, in golf news, ooh, Curry wins the American Century Championship Celebrity Tournament. He got a hole in one uh, during the final round, of course, and he, he also got an eagle on 18 to win. Eagle. Crazy. Yeah. Nice. Oh, speaking of that, I forgot to mention off the top, miscellaneous sports. Miscellaneous, miscellaneous sports. Um, first, hockey. The Pens, uh, Sidney Crosby and Crystal Tangers motioning for the Pens to trade for uh, Eric Carlson. A really good defender. A little older, but really yeah, good yeah, that's in That'd there. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. That's in there. And I think that the fact that Crystal Tang and Crosby are both asking for it, it's going to happen. Yeah, that's definitely in there. Like. Their rationale they usually do. Mm -hmm. Then the other thing is for baseball, we have the Angels are most likely going to trade Shohei Otani at the deadline. I feel like they've been saying that for a few months now, though. Um, It's really made headway. The headline today was that they're undecided, but they'll likely make their decision within the they'll if they do decide to trade them, Mm -hmm. it won't be until twenty four hours left until the deadline. So they're saying if it, if it happens, it's going to happen like the last day. The me, last me telling second. my professor what I'm going to do the assignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 24 hours before the deadline. <laughs> and finally, the uh, British Open's this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, so go. Um, go Rory. So I have on the other. Is that who you picked with Assling? I picked Rory. I picked for Assling, I did Rory. Cameron Smith and Victor Hovland. Okay. I know some of those names. Yeah. And then and, uh, just betting, I bet on Rory, Scotty Scheffler, and John Rom. Scotty. But Rory's my big bet. He's $200 if he wins. Okay. But okay. if he loses, I did a promo where I get my $25 back. Nice. So that's pretty sweet. Nice. All right. Back to basketball. The summer league happened, uh, the little tournament, which I always like watching those. It's fun to watch. I don't really know. It doesn't matter who's playing. It's just sports. Yeah. It's not baseball during the summer, so I got to watch it. Um, the Cavs did win the tournament. It was the Cavs versus the Rockets in the finals. Um, but speaking of the Rockets, Cam Whitmore, he's one of the small forwards who kind of dropped during draft day. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to go top 10. He ended up going to the Rockets after the Heat, so 20-something. Yeah. And he won Summer League MVP. He averaged 20.4 points, 5.6 boards, 3 steals, 2.3 assists in five games. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not bad, but, I mean, like, no, it's not. that's not, like, anything. It's not going to be, like, uh, watch out for this guy's career. Yeah, yeah. Because, like. Summer League. You're playing much against undrafted guys. Mm-hmm. So, it doesn't really matter. But still, good for him. Um, next, Nets give Ben Simmons credit for the year he sat out. So this is like a big. <laughs> it's a big. Uh, I think the direct term, the official term is credit for year of service. So the year he sat out. Uh, remember that whole shit with like the how Philly and Ben Simmons were like arguing about if they, he should get paid for the year he sat out or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the Nets did pay a lot of that that year's contract when they traded for him. Um, but they are they decided to grant him like the credit for that season. So now that technically counts towards the season he played, even though he sat out most of it. Okay. And so now if he ever gets a next max deal or whatever, it affects what contract he's eligible for next time around. If you sat out a season, that like affects your contract situation. Oh. But okay. now since the Nets gave him credit, that means whatever team he, they trade him to, they'll be able to pay him more money if they wanted to. <laughs> if they wanted to. If they wanted to. <laughs> if they, if anyone they, if they like smoked some crack and decided, fuck it. Like, yeah, exactly. I saw the workout videos in the offseason. Ben Simmons is coming back. <sighs> so watch out for him. Yeah, dude, he was shooting, draining threes at the YMCA at 3 p.m. <laughs> He's a beast. Um, Can't wait to sign him so he can claim he got hurt again and sit out the year. All right, here, here's more of our actual headlines now. Okay. Those are just like the get over. Here's like our deep three. First, we'll do Daryl Morey on James, the Harm, James Harden situation. Quote, James is a very, very good player right now. No, very, very good player. Right now, unfortunately, he does not prefer – he prefers to be somewhere else. I do have a long relationship with him, and I'm attempting to honor that request – but if we don't get either a very good player or something we can turn into a very good player in return, then we just won't do it. <laughs> so the are saying, yeah, we're going to try to honor James Harden's negotiations, but if no one wants them, then we ain't going to do shit. Yeah, I love James. I respect him. You know, he wants to trade, so I'm going to honor that. But, you know, if I can't actually get anything out of this deal, then I'm not doing it. Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> so you're not days. honoring it then. Yeah, <laughs> you're, no, he's you're honoring, honoring it. it if it benefits you. Exactly. He's honoring <laughs> it if it like, yeah, if, if he can do something about it. <laughs> what a what a scumbag. Yeah, no. Well, no, I yeah, I don't know how I feel. I, I like Daryl Morey, but I also like he is that. I don't know. I don't like James. Harden. I mean, just don't say you're going to honor it if you're not going to honor it 100 percent. Say I would like to honor it, but if we're not going to just give him away, that's a better way of saying it, I think. I think that's kind of what he said. That's what he's saying, but that's what he's, that is what he said, but he sugarcoated the fuck out of it. I mean, I would be like, you know, with all due respect, you know, if he doesn't want to play here, that's fine and dandy, but he signed a contract to play here and he should be entitled. He should be working it out to it his entirety. And, you know, I'll go ahead and try to find a trade for him. But if it's not going to, I think just don't use the word honor at the end of the day. Yeah. It's dishonorable to not do it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I agree. Um, all right. Next, sticking with Philly, Joel Embiid may have put Philly on notice. I don't know if you saw this. Wow. Quote: uh, I just want to win a championship, whatever it takes. I don't know where that's going to be, whether it's Philly or somewhere Ooh, else. He's starting it. I just want to have a chance to accomplish that. Ooh, he's starting it. Yes. Yeah, so he said that. People Can't. started freaking out. People started. Philly fans are going crazy about it, and then. About like an hour after the quote came out, he quote tweeted a tweet of someone like bitching about it and said, "Check out my middle name on my on my Twitter and it's like tro- tro- troll L, basically saying like, oh, I was just trolling you guys.' Yeah. What I think happened, which he actually probably said that, realized he's getting a bunch of people freaking out about it, so now he's trying to do damage control. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think him, Luca, and Giannis are on my Giannis- trade request watch Giannis no because he won a chip already yeah but I don't know because he's at a point where he won the championship piece he owes the team nothing mm-hmm. and if they can't do enough to get him to the title again 
he might request to go somewhere else. I think he won't request. I think he'll just leave him for agency. I'm mainly saying this because the Knicks are one name attached to that kind of rumor. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I'm hoping for it. But, yeah. I, yeah, I just don't see him requesting a trade. I, th- I think I think he might will opt to have a contract. Could be, him. yeah. It, it's something along those lines, though, for sure. He's on my watch list. But Luca, I think after this year, if they don't do shit, he's, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And Joel Embiid, same thing. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think if you know, they don't do anything this year, he's gone. Yeah, those are those are the. I wonder players. when his contract's up, Joel Embiid. On guys gone guys list. Gone girl. Gone guys list. <laughs> so he signed a four year deal in twenty. Oh wait. Who Giannis? No, Joel. Joel. 2017. No, he's a free agent in 2027. 20, 2026, he has the uh, player option. Okay. 2027 doesn't. So he has three more years his on his deal. His contract is huge. Well, yeah, but, I mean, he's going to get that money if he – like, somebody will take up that contract in a trade for sure. Yeah, he's making 47.6 this year. Yeah. 51.4 next year. 55 till next year. The question is, is does he go? 59 million. Yeah, the question is, is do you think a big market team will go for him, though? That's the question. Because I don't think a big market team will be able to go for him. I don't know who. Yeah, by, by 2027. Would be sick. Kind of. would have mad space. AD yeah. would be gone. LeBron would be gone. Would be sick. It'd be kind of crossing stories a little bit here, but the Mavs. With Luca, with Luca, that'd be kind of sweet. That'd be kind of sweet. I feel like that's what Luca needs is just a dependent big man. Yeah, cause every big they guy can just he get has the boards. Like Porzingis. Yeah, yeah. And Christian Wood and yeah, but they're White not. Powell. They're not like so Joel saying, Embiid. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's yeah. the point I'm trying to make. Like all the big guys he's ever had are nothing. They're like average, above average at best. They. The Mavs like, hey, you want a teammate here? We'll get you another guard. Yeah, yeah. To an already point guard. <laughs> no, you need a big guy. You need yeah, to get exactly. him a, a good center. You need to go out and get the Joel Embiid's or mm-hmm. the Carlton Towns or yeah, the Rudy Gobert when he was up for grabs. Guess what? The Mavs should have got him. Dude, he I still worked <laughs> a lot better. He'd be a lot better right now if he was on the Mavs than he was on the Timberwolves. Have you seen Carl Anthony Towns' like real voice? Uh, he doesn't have one because every time you if you look up <laughs> interviews with him, he sounds different every time. <laughs> He sounds different every like, single time. He's like, yeah, we were doing this and that. And then, and then you go like him on a podcast. He's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he has a white man voice sometimes. He, he's like a white white 12-year-old yeah, streamer voice sometimes. That guy's, that guy's a fraud. Yeah, I like Cat, though. I don't like Cat. I like Cat because he's a Kentucky guy. He's overrated. He's a Kentucky boy. He's not overrated. He's just hurt. Yeah. I mean, that's when, what when he When he plays, he's good. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Are you just saying eh because you thought he was overrated? I just don't agree. I just don't agree. How, many t- how when do you watch Cat play? I mean, I don't watch Cat play. He's a beast. Okay. He can shoot threes. He can get boards. He can play defense. He just hurt a lot. That That's that's his biggest. He's never healthy. That's his biggest issue, I think. All right. Um, all right. And the final uh, headline I have here is Draymond Green talks about punching Jordan Poole on the Pat Bev podcast. <laughs> I thought you were going to say punching Jordan Poole again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw him in the streets. I was considering driving down to Washington and just giving him <laughs> one in the face. Um, which we never talked about in the pod, but 
good. Jordan Poole on the his uh, like intro like media day <laughs> yeah. pictures for the Wizards. He just looks miserable. He's, looks- like, he's like a scruffy beard, and he is like has no smile on his face at all. You put it next to this one from the Warriors. He's doing the exact same pose. I, I saw, but in the Warriors, he's smiling ear to ear, and the one on the Wizards, he's. I like, saw a perfect meme. And it was like the picture of him on the Warriors. It was like the first ten minutes of work, and then it was like the remaining seven and a half hours for him on the war on the Wizards. That's funny. That is funny. Um, speaking of Jaron Green, he's on the TV right now. Highlights. Yeah, this is the uh, this is a compilation of just game winners in it from this season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, on the Pat Beth podcast, he talked about the Jordan Poole. Quote, I just don't hit people. Uh, dialogue happens over the course of the time. Usually ain't just triggered by something that fast to that degree. This is a team. Ain't nobody on my team trigger me that in an instant. So what he's basically hinting at is that there was shit back and forth between them for a long, long time. It wasn't like one of those, all right, just. Yeah. Just, I don't I, know. I don't like what you said to me this one day. I'm just going to punch you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I, it must be just the whole time, like just the new guys and the old, the old guys and the young guys are just just never liked each other. I feel like it's a bad way to start that quote off, though. I just don't hit people. I don't just hit people, but then it's like there's literally video evidence of you hitting somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and during practice. But I, I get it. Like, yeah, it, it, it was obvious to me too. Like, it was something that was happening for a while. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's just gonna assault somebody for no reason. But on another team, yes. <laughs> Yeah, true. On your own team now. He, he, he did Draymond shape Green's up. Not the, he's not, a while. Yeah, he's not the type of the dude who would just go punch his own teammates for no reason. He's the type of dude to kick opponents in the balls randomly. Yeah, he, he stopped that. That was a bad stint for him. That was a very bad stint. You love Draymond. I don't love Draymond. You, you, have, his, you have his Michigan State closet. I do not, no. Oh, the actual last headline is uh, Jimmy Butler's banging Shakira. Shakira. Yeah. Good, awesome. good for your boy. Rachel Nichols to Shakira. Dude, yeah, like you ever see like the videos of like Rachel Nichols like at a courtside game or something, just like kind of looking for him? Mm-hmm. Dude, it's always funny to me. It's awesome. I love um, I have kind of one for basketball. What? So you ever hear the YouTuber or streamer, whatever oh, the hell, Jideon? No, but I, you sh- I saw that. That's hilarious. <laughs> so he goes to a WNBA game and like an obnoxious like cartoony style nightcap and Ebenezer a screed yeah, like an Ebenezer Scrooge nightcap. nightcap and blanket and he's just sitting courtside in the blanket like huddled up like he's going to sleep and that was just the funniest thing I've seen the whole day and it just made me chuckle and he got, and banned, he, he got banned yeah he got banned from the games NBA too <laughs> not just WNBA I mean they gotta make the punishment mean something you know yeah like you can't just okay yeah, come back like that's WNBA the whole point game. of the yeah you can't come to WNBA games it's like okay <laughs> Oh, that was funny though. That was so funny. But yeah, that's all I wanted to add in. That's a funny one too. All right, all right. Let's take over the top five. Top five fictional bars. Bars. Ladies and gentlemen, this is talking dirty. Top five. All right, top fives this week. Last week, top five. Got to do that again. Sorry. Top five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, last last week I won. Um, what was it last week? 
Excuses. I want the excuses. Was it yeah. excuses? Yeah. Yeah, it's excuses. So the season record right now is me. I'm up three to two. Ugh. Uh, the popular vote is seventy six to sixty two. Ugh. I'm crumbling. So you need to you need to come back a little bit. This is just true guy fashion on this podcast. I mean, for the top fives, <laughs> we've been going back and forth a little bit. Yeah, I, I have a better shot at this than like Pickums. But you won first week. But with Pickums, I usually start strong and then crumble. Yeah, there's my crumble week that happens. So you, you won first week. Yeah, I won second week. Then I won third. Which was the logos, right? Then f- yeah, no, yeah. Then you want excuses? No, there's one missing there. So week one was week two is one hit wonders. You picked that, yeah. Because okay. I won week one. one. One one was the cereals. Okay. Then you did one hit wonders, and I won that. Yeah. Then it was logos. So I won that. Then excuses, yeah. So this is five. I have three two though. Because you have t- you have two two here, so maybe there's one before cereals. Oh, there's one TV dads. TV dads. Oh, uh, you won TV dads. Yeah. So this is six. Yeah. Okay. So makes sense. All right. But we did flip a coin. Yeah. I did win, and I did. I am taking one one. It's my topic. I wanted this from the time I picked this topic. And I am going to go with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Patty's Pub. So I was worried you were going to change it. <laughs> I was worried you were going to change the answer <laughs> and um, take one that I wanted. <laughs> yeah, so Patty's Pub, number one, one. It's one of my favorite shows ever. Uh, the definition of a true bad bar. By the way, yeah, this, this list is top five fictional bars from pop culture. TVs, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Songs, if you really wanted to. Do you have songs? No, I'm just saying. I was going to say, I don't have songs. <laughs> I just want to make it sound more spicier than his TVs and movies. Okay. Um, but yeah, Patty's Pub. The I don't even know what's... A dive bar. Toby Keith's bar. Yeah. That he loves. Red Solo Cup. <laughs> um, man, I love this bar. <laughs> yeah, so Patty's Pub, it's a great great show, but that's, that bar seems like... A, it's, it's South Philly dirtbags to chill there, play pool. Dude, I feel like I'd be scared to be in that bar, to be honest with you. I feel like I've been to a bar very similar to that <laughs> in Sharpsburg called Big Pats. Oh, okay. Down, up, downstairs was people who smoked cigs, played darts, mm-hmm. a bunch of white trash. Upstairs, uh, later we found out that the owner was in prison because he sold coke out of the upstairs. Nice, nice. Yeah, so. so. But yeah, Patty's Pub. Be awesome. All right. Um, <clears throat> my number one, I'm going to take... The Bada Bing. Okay, on my list, I was Bada Bing. If I had the back to back from the Sopranos, um, yeah, was a good one. Great bar, great establishment. Also, you know, bibs, bibs, bibs. Um, yeah, the Bada Bing is just one of the best names of a strip. It's just a great name. It's one of the best. You're watching the Sopranos, and it's just like all these Italian stereotypes. And then, what's the bar's name? The Bada Bing. The Bada Bing. No, yeah, that, that was my short list for sure. Yeah. So I'm going to take that, numero uno. Um, number two, I'm going to take McLaren's from How I Met Your Mother. Um, good bar. They get away with a lot of antics there, and nobody raises any stinks. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, the bar the bartender is always very supportive of, of, of Barney's antics. What's his name? Uh, I don't know. You know it, though. Uh, 
Dave? No. Maybe. No, what is it? <laughs> oh, what is it? But, like, Barney will just have some scheme to, like, you know, seduce some girl, some and then, like, the bartender will be in on it, and he'll just support him the whole way. And, like, yeah. that's just a wingman right there. Stacy's a waitress, but what's I don't know. Bartender, I'm looking up how. Mm-hmm. Um, out of all these, I will say Carl. It's Carl. Yeah, I should know that. Okay. Um, out of all these shows that are on this list, I've after watching a sitcom, I've never wanted to drink more than watching How Mary Mother because every episode they're at the bar just swigging beer and I'm mm-hmm. eyes. It just yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one because like a bar is a much more relatable hangout spot to me than like in Friends where it was a coffee shop. Like, I feel like it was just, like, because of the generation thing. Like, maybe in the 90s they did that more mm-hmm. where they hung out in coffee shops. But I feel like nowadays it's, like, nobody does that. Mm, no. Like, hey, you want to go hang at the coffee shop for, like, several hours? Uh, you get the crowd that do that <laughs> works from home from there. <laughs> yeah. But this is before work from home, so mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Nowadays you can I can kind of see it way more, but still. So I fuck with McLaren, so I'm going to take that at my two spot. <sighs> That's a great answer. That's a great answer. Um... Yeah, it's tough. I still got a lot on my list here. My one one was Patty Pub. My my second on my big board is still there. Okay, and I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Mos Eisley's Cantina. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, big Star Wars nerd. Have mm-hmm. to do it. It's a uh, hive of scum and villain. Was it hive of scum and villainy? Yes, I was right. Yes, yeah, scum and villainy. This is a six minute ad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. YouTube's wild and dude. It, it's where it's where the Star Wars really starts. Honestly, that's when you really see all the crazy creatures yeah. and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Good iconic, music. iconic uh, band that plays there. Oh. It would definitely get old fast though. Do, 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 do. Like you'd be there for a few hours. You'd be like, "Can you guys play like anything else?" Um, I love like the Family Guy bits you, about it too. Do you know the name of the band? The Moss Eisley Cantina Band. No, the uh, yeah, that's from from. Here we go, but the model nodes. Yeah, that's. Yeah. And do you know what music they're playing? What the uh, like rock and roll rap? No idea. It's space jazz, but they call it jizz. Space jazz. No, they call it. They call it jizz. No, they don't. Yes. Oh my Band that specializes in the genres of jizz and jats. Oh, dude, we're jizz specialists. We, yeah, they, <laughs> we specialize in jizz. The model nodes loves jizz. Dude, it's things like that where I'm like, George Lucas, what, what are you doing? Yeah, it's so stupid. Come on. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take that. Number two. And number three, I kind of feel like a pander pick here because I never really, really, really to watch a show, but it's just a place where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you can. I'm going cheers. Cheers? Yeah, the bar cheers. 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 Yeah, I've never watched Cheers, so I can't really. I've only seen a few episodes. It. It's great. Mm-hmm. Meter lives by it. He that's like his favorite show ever. Ah, okay. Um, but it's just even without really watching it, like neither of us have. It's such such an iconic bar and that just iconic show and iconic song, everything. So All right. I have to go. And Cheers is actual like there's an actual bar that Cheers. Just like McLaren's, mm-hmm. just like Patty's Pub, you can go to these cities and there's actually these bars like that. So you go to Boston, yeah, Cheers Bar, that is where they like film the outside. Okay, and so people go there. The inside looks nothing like it, but it's still like mm-hmm. a tourist attraction. McLaren's, I remember one time looking it up because I was like, if I ever go to New York, I kind of want to look look it up. And it's a uh, 
uh, it's like a really a cool dive, Irish dive bar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. My number three. I'm gonna go with uh, three broomsticks. Good call. From I Harry had Potter. It. I had it. Um. From the from the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the big. I mean, there's a bunch of different bars in Hogsmeade, so you mm-hmm. could probably get another one if you wanted to. But that's like the po- most popular bar. That's where you go to hang out, meet people, especially when you're in Hogwarts. You know, trying mm-hmm. to trying to get some like uh, wizard tail whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to what, Three Broomsticks. What's the chick's name in the bar from the game? Oh, I she don't talks know. Like a man. Yeah, it's it's the uh, transgender character. Is she actually transgender? In the game, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. She, yeah, there's a whole like bit where. Uh, she like has a whole like monologue where she says like you know I used people had trouble accepting that I was a witch who now was a wizard, mm. and I was like all right, <laughs> like, but whatever I guess. Um, That's crazy. J.K. Rowling's but I'm gonna her grave. <laughs> but I'm gonna take three broomsticks though from a number Good three pick, pick. I had on the list. Number four, I'm gonna go with the salty spittoon. Damn, that's my next pick. So that's great judge going. of how tough you are. Um, and like the alternative, Weenie Hut Generals, Weenie Hut Juniors, that's just like bad. You know, you don't want to go there. Weenie Hut Generals is the hospital. Yeah, that's that's the other one. Weenie Hut General. Yeah, I was gonna go with this next pick. This is my next pick. It's that's a great, great defense. That episode too is just elite. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I love that whole sequence where Patrick's just beating himself up. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, please have mercy. Have mercy. <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna take salty spittoon. Uh, wait, what, uh, I I I was talking about this before we did this draft idea. I just I was just at my buddy's house, just talking. It's just going back and forth with quotes from that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. What about that guy? <laughs> <laughs> and weren't they in that bar too for the movie? Yeah, when the bubble thing, the bubble incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a good bar. Good representation. Great bar. Great yeah. bar. Biker bar. Mm-hmm, for I would sure. never go in that in real life. But. For sure. Good pick. All right. That's going to be my next pick. So I have to pivot here. Yeah. And I'm going to go uh, to the realm of Simpsons. Mm, go with Moe's. The classic. Yeah. Got to go with Moe's. It's a good one. There's another iconic uh, cartoon one in here, and I hate, but I hate that show. Yeah. Um, I like The Simpsons. I don't, I don't watch it all the time, but I do like The Simpsons, and Moe's is a great place. Uh, I always – I think – when you that that's one Simpsons world, they have a Moe's where you can get Duff beer. Yeah, they do. So mm-hmm. that, that's like uh, that's definitely on the list of something I want to do. I think uh, I think Moe's just a better bartender out of like the animated adult animation bars. Mm-hmm. And like, it's always, I feel like he's like the most like relatable one, like that you can like talk to. Oh yeah, and I, I, he's a great voice. <laughs> and then hey, Homo, what are you doing? Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> also when Bart constantly just prank calls Moe's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, see more butts. Is there see more butts around here? <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so funny. I do love The Simpsons, but I just don't watch The Simpsons like it's, exclusively. It's, there's I just too enjoy many. the clips. It's too many, and after like the third, fourth season, it sucked. Yeah, like you, I can't watch thirty three. I, I, I probably could. Like, I remember, I remember when I first saw Simpsons. It was like a newer one, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This show sucks." Why do people like like the show? Then I started getting the Futurama a lot. Futurama is a great which, show. Same creator, same yeah. jokes, same humor. So whenever like Dan was saying, "Hey, if you like Futurama, you skip Simpsons another try." Mm-hmm. Then I watched like the newer, like, the older Simpsons. Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, this is." Simpsons is awesome. Simpsons is funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, but that's number four. Number five, I don't know if this is going to be a good pick or not. Um, it's for my Parks and Recs fans. I'm going to go okay. Snake Hole Lounge. Yeah, that was on my list. That was on my list. Um, I was considering taking it. One of my favorite, like, not one of my favorites, but it's up there. If I had to do top ten Parks and Recs thing, it's whenever they're all drunk at the Snake Hole Lounge off of snake juice. Yeah. And it's, it's keep the camera keeps cutting the confessionals of them. Yeah. And it cuts to Ron and he's just dancing, dancing around with April's hat on. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and that's then, a good uh, one. It goes to... Uh, What's his name? Uh, Adam Scott's character. What's his name? Ben. And he goes, Baba Booey. <laughs> I, I just love that whole scene. Where they're all just drunk looking at the camera. Yeah. Uh, at, Leslie's just like crying and like, I, I don't care. I don't care. Um, but yeah, Snake Hole Snake Lounge is awesome. So, you got to go Parks and Rec there. All right. Um, My final pick. Ugh. I have a few here. I'm going to go with the Iceberg Lounge from that's the good one. from the Batman games. Um, and, I mean, DC Universal Journal. So that's like Penguin's, like, establishment. And I didn't even, I didn't even consider that. Yeah. But, well, I mean, I, so I actually, Sid put me onto that idea, actually. Because yeah. I was like, what's some good bars? He's like, dude, you should pick the Iceberg Lounge. I was like, that would be a good one, actually. Because it's, it's very uppity. It's nice. It's beautiful, like, yeah. scenery, decor, and everything. And they got a, uh, they got, like, a shark tank. And shit like it's really cool uh the other thing is like you know you're probably if not a criminal then you're gonna die at that place yeah That's if you're straight if you're a straight guy you're not gonna if you're a straight man you're not gonna get no i just mean if you're like if you're like a good guy like so i mean but I, sorry i mean straight as in like gay <laughs> straight i meant like like, like a straight man like a uh a good guy like uh, a, a copper a, like, you walk a straight <laughs> path yeah the straight and narrow guy yeah sorry i mean like yeah that's so funny. I mean that. Canceled. Um, no, if anything. But yeah, so Iceberg Lounge, I'm going to take that at the five spot. That's a, that's a very creative pick. Honorable mentions. For me, I have you Modine's have from Letterkenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't pick that because it's very niche. Yeah. Uh, the Leaky Cauldron's the other one. Yeah. That's when you see the movies more. You don't really see three broomsticks outside of like, a couple scenes in the movies. Mm-hmm. Like Leaky Cauldron, you, like Prisoner of Azkaban, you see them in there and shit like that. The Drunken Clam from Family Guy. I hate Family Guy, so that's why I didn't pick it. But that's a good one. Um, Poor Richard's from The Office. I, I didn't want to take that. I didn't want to take that because you only go to Poor Richard's the last season. Yeah. When Kevin owns it. Mm-hmm. They talk about the entire show. We never see it. Yeah. Um, and then finally... I see. This it, is a, this bar is a big part of the show, but they know I didn't know the name, so it's not the name wasn't as recognizable. The Griffin from New Girl. They're, oh. they're at that bar a lot because Nick's the bartender, and he eventually yeah. owns it with Schmidt. But they don't really say the name like the first few times they go there. So like as a fan of New Girl myself, I've seen the whole show twice, three times maybe through. Okay, and I never knew the name of the bar, so I had to look it up. Okay, so I, it's because of that I didn't take it. Okay, okay. Um, I only had a couple honorable mentions. Puzzles. I just threw it on there for shits and giggles. That, that's a good one. I was gonna, that was gonna be like a wild card if I had nothing else pick. That's that's one. I I, I love that part of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. What's the puzzle? That's that is the puzzle, or that's, the name's the puzzle, or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. What's the name? What does puzzles mean? It's like that's the meat. That's the name. That's the puzzle. <laughs> um, and then I also had the boar's hat. It's from an anime called Seven Deadly Sins. Probably should have picked that, you weeb. On Netflix. No, it's like where they all hang out. And uh, the one guy, he like owns the bar. 
and he made shitty food at first, but then they recruited somebody who like made good food. There we go. Yeah, uh, one that wasn't. And it was like I, popping after that. One that I just realized and was, it moves. It's some, a moving bar. What's a, for for some reason? Sentient creature. You done? No, I'm, yeah. I'm done now. I guess. The one of the. I guess I'm getting the ch- the cane around the ankle. Or the neck. neck. Come on, <laughs> bud. If you're gonna interrupt me, make it right. Um, the one that I, I thought I had it on my list, and I don't see it now. So I'm, I might have maybe, maybe have drafted it. Um, the Bamboo Lounge from Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on like some list recommendations, but I didn't really watch Goodfellas. So that's you know you know the gif gif meme yeah. with them all laughing. That's where that of is. Ray Liotta. Yeah, yeah. I've well, you seen think that. I'm funny like a clown. It's like one of the best scenes of Goodfellas mm-hmm. in that because there's two bars. There's the the Copacabana. And then there's the Bamboo Lounge. And the Copacabana is where they bring their wives. But the Bamboo Lounge is where they bring their girlfriends. Gotcha. And that's the more like the degenerate, let's get really fucked up here and make a fool of ourselves. And the other one's more of like the uptight, uptight fine dining experience. So the Bamboo Lounge always seemed more appealing to me. Okay. All right. Uh, anyone go through your list? Uh, so number one, the Bada Bing from Sopranos. Uh, number two, McLaren's from How I Met Your Mother. Number three, three broomsticks from Harry Potter. Number four, salty spittoon from SpongeBob. And number five, the Iceberg Lounge from DC Universe. Yeah, that's a good list. Good list. Mine's number one, Patty's Pub. Number two, Moe's Isley's Cantina. Number three, Cheers. Number four, Moe's. Number five, Snake Hole Lounge. All right. Um, All right. Yeah. Should be interesting. Definitely had my perfect, my perfect list. I steal two years. The Bada Bang and McLaren's. The salty spittoon and... Uh, not McLaren's. McLaren's, yes, but I don't know. Yeah, you got to give me something. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have those two than the three. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's take it over to pop culture. Yep. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? Try to right. talk. He's not going to talk. Oh. <laughs> We're just hearing the rattling of the collar. That's all. Oh, there it is. That was me. Oh. <laughs> Trying to roll up the dog. <laughs> all right, all right. Pop culture. Movies. It's still just the Barbenheimer shit. But I did see that IGN gave Oppenheimer a 10 out of 10 and Barbie a 9 out of 10. I can't wait for both of them. I'm going to see both. So both seem like they're going to be good movies. This is going to be like a revitalization of Hollywood briefly where they both do well, I think. Um, plus the memes. Like, that's just going to sell it alone. So I'm excited. I might even check it out this weekend. I don't know. I'm debating it. Yeah, I really, I might want to see I just don't want to be weekend. alone at the Barbie movie theater. You know, I just don't want to yeah. do that. But it, yeah. might, it might happen. Charlie's back. Uh, Charlie's excited. Do you have anything to say about the Barbie movie, Charlie? Uh, he's just scratching. He's just scratching. He's excited. A little sneeze. Um, All right. I'm going I'm to put featuring Charlie on this episode. Okay. Okay. Um, but we were talking about, I might get to see Barbie with Chelsea and her friends and my mom, but it's a day after my nose surgery next week. Oh. Uh, you're okay, getting nose surgery? No, it's not happening anymore. Damn. My mom got all excited. Chelsea's sign languaging me. Sign languaging now. No, she's getting her speaking spell for this whole thing. <laughs> um, you, you have to do it in the mic, though, so people have proof that you you exist. 
I mean, but I, I do. I do want to see. Bart. Theoretically, we could just do the speak and spell into the mic. The, yeah, but we're, we're talking about Barbie. We don't have time to do this. <laughs> Here he comes. Bell doesn't want to celebrate his birthday at Barbie. Oh. Earl, that's fair. Her her dad. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I was all for it because that weekend I'm gonna be post nose surgery. Yeah, yeah I have a bunch of shit on my nose, a bunch of splints. I'm not gonna do anything else, but I'd go to a dark movie. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe I'll just go by myself and see Barbie and Oppenheimer back to back. You gotta do, do with o- Earl. You gotta do Oppenheimer and then Barbie. That's the official like system they've released. Yeah. You do Oppenheimer in the morning and then you go for mimosas after. And then after mimosas, you go to the Barbie premiere, and then you just get hammered afterwards. That'd be sick. That would be a cool fucking day. That'd be sick. <laughs> let's, let's, plan, let's plan ahead for it. <laughs> um, let's do it on, you're unemployed. Let's do it on like a Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, right. he, he's, he's a bum. Yeah, I'm a scumbag. Um, Monday after my nose surgery, I'll pretend like, oh, yeah, I'm too sick to come back to work. <laughs> let's do it on a Monday. <laughs> um... But yeah, that's all I have for movies, though. There's, like, no other trailers or anything. Hollywood's dead right now just because of the whole writer strike and the actor strike, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Did you see all the stuff with the scabs? No. Like, all the TikTok content creators that, like, do the movies and stuff? Yeah, like, Noah so, Centineo like, and... Uh, so, they're trying... They're, like, Addison trying Ray. to justify them, like, crossing the picket line to go... Like, to go, you know, distribute, promote movies in the actor's and writer's place. That's that shouldn't be like scab worthy. It kind of is, but you're just promoting their movies. They're getting a lot of slander for it, though, being scab scabby like, you know. Yeah, but um, I mean, I guess so. It, it's 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 funny because like one of the one of the people I think it's Straw Hat Goofy is his name. Straw Hat Goofy. Yeah, it's his name Who the on TikTok. Fuck is that? I ne- I never really liked him. Like I unfollowed him like a while ago on t- TikTok. Because, I don't know, his, I just didn't agree with, like, all of his opinions and shit. So, he was, like, the big proprietor behind this scab stuff. Where he was, like, he was saying that he was going to go do it. And then everybody kind of gave him slander. So, then he was, like, trying to defend his cause. He, like, doubled down on it. He looks like uh, Denzel Washington's kid. A little bit. With that beard? Yeah, actually. He, he, should, he, should, he does. Be, he should just be him. Yeah, but, like, you might see them sometimes when you do, like, the... You know, like when you go to a movie and you see like the behind the screen view thing before the movie starts. Mar- um, Marina Menuna. Yeah, like all yeah. those. Like they'll be involved with those a lot of times. But yeah, so they're getting a lot of slander on that. So yeah, actually, I, I changed my opinion. If I was an actor, I'd be pissed about that too. For me, though, it's just kind of funny to see like a lot of those kids sweat it out for cancel culture stuff. Yeah, because like they were always usually the proprietors for cancel culture stuff, mm-hmm. and now they're coming. They're getting all the backlash now. And it's just kind of funny to see the shoe on the other foot. Yeah. That's just for me. But that's all I have for movies, though. So anything you want to toss in? Um, I still have not seen the Ann Jones. Yeah, I don't think I will. I, I want to so bad, but it's not going to be in theaters. So if you good. see it and you say it's good, I will watch it. But I'm probably I've, not going to see it otherwise. I've heard nothing but amazing things. Really? By amazing, I mean good. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. And, um... I heard, uh, what's it called? Mission Impossible is amazing. Yeah, that I would see. I w- that's like the first movie I'd see before this Barbenheimer stuff. I haven't seen any of the other ones yet. I can't. 
Um, but all right. TV. TV. First up, Secret Evasion, episode five. I forgot to watch before recording, so Ryan put it on so we could watch it because it was a good episode. Um, Did you agree with my sentiment of, hey, you should watch this? Yeah, no, I'm glad we watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, good episode, definitely improving upon what we've seen so far. There has been the typical corny moments that we were kind of pointing out. Um, like whenever the president's going to the hospital, there's no Secret Service stopping Nick Fury from going in there with a gun. Mm-hmm. Like he's just hanging around. And then like all of a sudden the nurses stop him from going into the operating room. Yeah, they let him take him this, that far. It's <laughs> yeah. like, do you have authorization? Yeah. No, but dude, I'm sitting here with a gun right next to the president. <laughs> you should have got that like, a, like an hour ago. <laughs> like... I don't know. And then, like, what was the other one? Whatever. He's talking to Gaia, and it's just like the police sirens coming into, like, oh, that's my oh, cue to leave. Yeah, I got to get out of here. <laughs> it's like, how are we going to write him out of this scene? I don't know. Just make the cops come and make him go, oops, got to go. And then towards the end, <laughs> where, like, there's one thing you said that it was. Yeah, like, now. towards the end, so, like, they're visiting his gravestone to get the, uh, what's it called? The harvest serum mm-hmm. or whatever, which is probably Hulk's power, I'm assuming. Um, it's all of them. Or all of them culminated? Cause, yeah, because he said even Carol, uh, Carol Danvers. Uh, okay, made gotcha. Point to say that, so. Got yeah, true. Well, that's just plugging the marbles in a way. Mm-hmm. But he said, like, uh, who? I, I don't even know her name in the show, honestly. Uh, not Suzanne. But um, she is just a baller. She's a badass, and she's my favorite character name. on the show. We should know her name. We should know her name because she's the best character on the show. Right <laughs> she literally is. Um, but she's like, well, why don't you call the Avengers? Why don't you call your friends from above to come down and help? And he's like, well, it's personal. And it's like, yeah, but you're just talking about this whole thing possibly starting World War Three or the extinction of the human species. And mm-hmm. you're not that's like an Avengers level threat, in my opinion. I, I yeah. think I think that's my problem with these shows is they're all qualifiably like Avengers level threats that the Avengers don't show up for. Because they're, it's like, oh yeah, it's street level. Yeah. And it's, it's not it just it doesn't really Sonya, add by up. The way. Yeah, you want because you want to make the stakes big. Because, you know, you want to entice the audience. But at the same time, it doesn't make sense for the universe when the stakes are that big that there's not more heroes present. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I feel you like there's... The stakes big enough, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a compelling show. Yeah. But you want to keep it just one person standing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, Winter Soldier, too, I mean, kind of is like that. Yeah. It's like, dude, the telecarrier is about to go out and murder, like, billions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like caps. No, I'm do, me and Blackwood are going to do it alone in, in Falcon. Yeah, we're going to chill. <laughs> this guy that we just met. Mm-hmm. We're going to take down everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the movies, they actually like, they make a little one line. It's like, oh, why don't you call this guy? Oh, because he's doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's that from? Uh, I think it's in Infinity War. No, it's like, why don't you call Thor? Oh, he's out. He's out of town. Was it? It wasn't an Iron Man, was it? No. Mm-hmm. Spider Man. It was Spider Man. Shouldn't you call? It was Spider Man yeah. Far From Home. You're right. Yeah. yeah. With Where he's talking to Nick Fury. And it's like, shouldn't you call like Thor or something like that? Off World. Off World. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that'd be a much that, better. It, way it's to Far From it. Home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say it's definitely it's definitely Spider Man, but I couldn't remember if I was like maybe a Civil War like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony's trying to recruit him or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we were saying, that character from Secret Invasion is killing it. 
Sonia. Sonia. She's excellent. She's doing amazing things. Just completely, like, her delivery on these lines that are probably poorly written. Hello, scrolls. <laughs> yeah. Just like, well, I can either be your bestie or not your bestie. Cake or death? What do you want? Yeah. He, that, that, that sounds a very corny, like, what the fuck Marvel type line. But the way she, but delivers, she, the way it. she delivered it was like, okay, that's actually, like, it's perfect. It's, like, cynical in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, she delivers it so, like, effortlessly. I don't know. It's it's great. Like, she needs a raise, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, she's great, dude. She's but, yeah, great. I mean, we're pretty – it's the penultimate episode. We're pretty much just teeing off the final battle. Um, two awesome scenes with uh, one when the squirrels try to take out Gravik. Yeah, yeah, with the bag over his head. Yeah, the whole that whole scene is just like long and gritty, and I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, Gaia and Priscilla, what's I forget her, her scroll name, like Vera, I think. Yeah, those two fighting off the Gravik's people. The home invasion. Yeah, yeah, like that's bad. Like they're like back to back, just mm-hmm. doing some, some dope ass shit. Yeah, like a buddy cop movie or something. Yeah. Um. Then at the end, we get a little teaser. Nick says, hey, we're going to finish what we started. We don't know who he's talking to. So you have some theories. In my mind, there's three options here. Okay. The boring, probably the case route. The, oh, cool twist, hope that happens route. Mm-hmm. Or the holy shit, batshit, crazy wild card okay. route. Lay him on me. Boring route. He's just talking to his wife and Gaia. Yeah, that would be lame. Because they're alive, they're over there, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, route number two has two. It, it diverges. Okay, he could be talking to Maria Hill, who's not dead. Mm-hmm. They faked the whole thing, like how they faked Fury's death in uh, Winter Soldier. I like that. just to get her off the grid, let her do some shit, and they, like maybe the next episode shows how they faked it, mm-hmm. or maybe like she actually got dropped shot by Gravik. But whenever Nick gets there, he does something to her to keep her alive. They fake the whole thing. She goes underground. Then she comes back last episode. Or same route, but with Talos. I can see that happening, Ooh. too. I think Talos is actually dead. I think Talos is actually dead because they burned his body. Yeah. They had a whole, like, yeah. f- send farewell. Yeah. But it's I, a I think a cool way to start the episode would be, like, showcasing <laughs> Maria Hill after that battle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The, yeah. the beginning explains it all. The first mm-hmm. 10 minutes. And then, like, we catch up with she gets the call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this is more realistic out of the wild card ones because Colby Smolders is producer on the whole show. Mm-hmm. Her names pop up on every credits. So, like, why would she just be in one episode if that's the case? Yeah. And it's Maria Hill. It's a big character in the MCU history. Yeah. And you're just going to kill her at end of episode one? No, she's she's coming back, I think, in my head. Then the crazy batshit wild, crazy wild card my one favorite. is uh, Phil Coulson. That'd be awesome. So... People who watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. knows that the Heat Project came around and he actually got saved after dying in Avengers. The only issue is that's not canon anymore. So in the actual canon MCU, he never came back. So he hasn't been around on the timeline since 2012, which would have been 11 years. 12, no, mm-hmm. even more. Because they're, what, 2024 now, 2025 in the timeline? Yeah, it's like a couple of years in the future. Because yeah. it was, but then like recently they were back in 2023. Yeah, they did I like think this the, one's like probably 2024. Yeah, they did like the time jump in an end game. Yeah, so it, it's we'll call it 11, 12 years since in the timeline since he's been alive. So it's like kind of tough to bring him back out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But the last time we saw him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe was in Captain Marvel when Scrolls first came. Yeah. So, oh, let's, so awesome. let's finish this way we started or whatever he said. Mm hmm. It could be him because he was there from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. 
Right, yeah, it would be also kind of cool hmm. if it was the real roads. That would be cool. That'd be really cool. If it was the real road, like maybe it's Maria Hill, him, and Bilbo. Yeah, it's, ever it's like a team cool of too. them. Yeah. yeah, it's like a team of them that kind of had this whole thing orchestrated from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Rose has just been silent. Well, isn't Rose somewhere? No. Wasn't well, say the real I, Bilbo's with the Wakandans right now. But they what they've been doing in this whole show is anytime one grabs people, turn into somebody, they have the other people locked up down below. Mm. So what if uh, Ross and Rhodey and Whoever else the scroll was actually in the basement of graphic shit, and they go and get them all before it blows up because that's what uh, this last episode Fury said. They blow it up, they kill all those innocent scrolls and the people whose bodies are taken. Yeah, true. So if the roadie's out there, then roadie's probably taken by graphic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Or they could just be looking like him. Yeah, because it could be just like he's pretending. I don't know. It's very scrolls don't need to have their. These bodies harvested to, be, to turn into other people. Yeah. But it seems like they're doing it because when they're on that machine and they're being harvested, they get all their these people's memories. And it also like so helps can, their incognitoness because... They're not walking around. Yeah, they, you don't have two of the same people walking around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Because, like, especially in Rhodes' case, because he's, like, a prominent figure in the government. Like, you think he'd be like, hey, who the fuck is this walking around here? Mm-hmm. Like... So he has to be in there somewhere. So maybe it's like Maria Hill he's talking to, and then they're going to rescue the real Rhodes and the real Bilbo. I don't know. It'll be sick. But it could it can end well. It's still middle of the road for me. Slightly above average. I, I, I think I need to see everything all together. Yeah. I think middle of the road, slightly above average is where I'm going to have it right now. It's more, I, and I, I think that. that's where it'll end as well. But all right. Anything else for the Secret Invasion show? Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Invincible showcased the poster for their upcoming season two. Mm. Said it's coming soon. The poster showed pretty much every returning character, every 24 returning characters. Um, Omni-Man's not on that poster. So I think it's safe to say he won't be in season two, which I think would be a good way to do it. Have him like off world for this season and then maybe the end of the season two. Like post credit scene type thing, you show what he's starting to do off world. What kind of plan he's formulating or what he's doing. I think it would be a good way to handle it. I think so too. Uh, and then the last thing I had the banned panty raid episodes for SpongeBob somehow surfaced on streaming the other day, but it was promptly taken down. Damn. So it was briefly up there, and it was sad just because that's like a. Top episode for me of Spongebob. So I guess you're going to miss <laughs> the panty raid. <laughs> um, recently, speaking of that, I mean, that, that, that sucked. That got up and taken down. Yeah. I've been watching Community again. Oh, and yeah. the Dungeons and Dragons episode is banned because oh, uh, oh, Chang and Blackface. Oh, that's but he was right. Because like, they say, like, that's, that's racist. He's like, no, I'm a dark elf. But since that's Blackface, it got taken down. But I when I got to that part of the... Of the season, I just yeah. Google searched that episode, yeah. and someone had a Google Drive with the whole episode on. So nice, the episode. nice. Dude, here's my thing: like, it wasn't actually blackface; it was literally the color black. And they established that he's wrong. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like they're like Shirley, Shirley, and Troy call him out for it. Yeah, and he goes, 
this is blackface. I'm a dog. You know, if he knows a whole yeah, joke, yeah. it's like, whatever. And they, they address it in the very, very beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> but. All right. Anything else for TV, though? It's Always Sunny's great. Yeah, I'm excited. It's probably almost over. I could, probably like two more weeks. Yeah, I can't wait until that's done so I can check that out. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for music, jams of the week. I don't even know if I call them jams. I just fucked with them both. Uh, it's Rush by Troy Sivan. Okay. Didn't expect it from him, but it was a little bit... It took a minute to get into it, but I enjoyed the song. It's called Rush. But I'll probably give a jam of the week to Overdrive by Post Malone. Post Malone's coming out with a new album soon. It's probably going to be amazing. Um, it's not as good as the other song on his album that he released. Like, the perfect hangover song. I can't even remember what it's called right now. I have to, like, look it up real quick. Um, what was the other song? Oh, shit. Oh, I can just, like, buy the album, I guess? What the hell? Oh, it's called Morning. But, like, Morning, like, for dead people. Oh, the U. The what? Morning with a U. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that I was, like, this is the perfect hangover song. From Post Malone? Yeah. Yeah, you talked about that a couple weeks ago. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I would have called. It's not as good as that, but it's it's still all right. Yeah, but yeah, that is it. I like how you said, "What the hell?" Like, uh, <laughs> I think you should leave the egg in the egg game. Uh, gotcha. What the hell? Um, all right, that is it for your jams of the week. Let's take it over to Ryan with the closing statements at Dairy J Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, follow us there. Vote every Saturday on our top five pool. We Cousins. really appreciate it. Yeah, I guess we have koozies still. <laughs> we still have koozies. I, I thought about that this morning. I, I opened my one drawer and I had the koozie in there. And I was like, I should mention this today when we record. I still have so many like koozies. koozies. <laughs> so everyone wants a koozie. $3. I mean, fuck, it's free if you promise to listen to an episode. <laughs> if you vote on a poll, you get free koozie. Buy one, get three. For free. No, I was referencing game night. Uh, I think that may be, but I don't, I don't get the reference. That's a lot of that's a lot of uh, Tostitos oh, chips yeah, you have yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it was uh, buy one get three. Well, how is that even feasible for Frito Lay to make a profit? <laughs> it's like, oh, these companies are crazy now. What's that character's name? I don't know, but he he's in Friday Night Lights. Yeah, he's, he's also Breaking Bad. Oh, Friday Night Lights is so good. He's married to Kirsten Dunst. That blew my mind. Yeah. Jesse Plummins. Plummins, yeah. What is that character's name? I forget. He's, I can't remember. He's, a, he's like the best part of Game Night. Mm-hmm. He's the best part he of is. Game Night. Um, anyway, look at, look at all the 2 chains lines I have now. I stopped you up. Start, yeah, okay. I, I've, I've been running like week to week on it. Okay. I've been living paycheck to paycheck on 2 chains lines. Yeah. I, had to, I had to do it. It's um, tough. Old enough to be your daddy, young enough to fuck your mama. That's good. I... That's a good one. Dude, you should get that tattered. You came on. back strong. You, you came back that, strong with the two. You should get that tattered on your bicep. No, no. That'd be, oh, that'd be so epic. You like the script? That'd be a good... Uh, you should do that as your punishment for Pickham for not doing the last Wait, wait lay that on me again. Old enough to be your daddy, young enough to fuck your mama. I think t-shirt, front is the first part of the bar, back is the second part of the bar. Old enough to be your daddy, your mama. Yeah. What if it's old enough for your daddy and then in the inside of your shoes? Yeah. <laughs> it's just young enough to fucking fall. That could work. Oh, so
All right. See you guys. Peace out. I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign. As we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. It's questions that you're raising. Just know you really drive me fucking crazy. And even though I like your state of mind, right, girl? Wrong time. Baby, you could have been my lady. Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing These questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like the state of my right girl Wrong time